Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. We hope you guys have been having a good week. But today we're going to start off with our topic. Actually, a question from my end at least. Pastor Tom, so, you know, in, in the Christian world, or I guess the world in of itself, they know who Jesus Christ is, they know who the Christ is. But lately I've been hearing a lot as well about the Antichrist, especially in, in the very Bible Beltish kind of um, community. They talk about the Antichrist. Is that a who is he? Is he a he? Who is it? What is it? <laughs> yeah. Why is it anti? <clears throat> oh, over the thousand years or so, you know, like a lot of Christians have uh, misunderstood, I feel very strongly about who or what this being is about. Uh, it's more so than that. It's actually a collection of uh, beings mm. with the agenda. The agenda mm. is actually antichrist. Ah. So that's the focus. And so anytime that, um, you know, people get into this topic, they, they have a lot of uh, questions or they are quite confused. Now, to understand the Antichrist, you first have to know who Jesus Christ is, right? Mm, yeah. So Jesus Christ, um, a lot of people don't quite understand that the word Christ and I like to joke, it's not his last name. <laughs> the word Christ is actually the anointed one. So that's the meaning of Christ. The anointed one, oh, okay. yes. So Jesus, the anointed one, right? So mm -hmm. Jesus, we can read in the book of uh, Matthew, um, you know, chapter 3, or you can look in the book of uh, Mark, chapter 1, you see that he was baptized by John the Baptist, in water baptism. But in that moment when he came out of water, right, he got baptized, he came out of water, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who is also the anointing of God, came upon him. The anointing came upon him. The anointing is also the favor of God came upon him. Now, how can the Holy Spirit not be the favor mm. if Holy Spirit is all-powerful? Yeah. If the all-powerful person of God, the Trinity, comes upon you, you are favored. And that's why um, when he came out of water, the Holy Spirit came upon him. Mm. And then God the Father said, this is my dearly beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. Mm. In whom? I'm well pleased, right? So the, you, it, that is the point where you find the Trinity, the, you know, they were honoring, like they were honoring each other. Um, the culture of heaven is one of honor. And so you find that Jesus honored because he says it's for all righteousness. He told John. Mm -hmm. And then the Holy Spirit came upon him and the Father blessed him. And so you see, <clears throat> the anointing came upon Jesus. He's the anointing. He had the full anointing of the Holy Spirit. Right after that, Matthew 4, you find the Holy Spirit led him into the desert and immediately the anti-Christ 
Satan himself uh, was conducting and 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 pushing the agenda of the Antichrist, which is the anti-anointing. So the Antichrist is not anti, just you know, like a person. He's he's actually anti the anointing of God. He's mm. anti the favor of God. Mm. Put it this way. Come on. So anointing over time, um, you find in in the Bible, many people were anointed by God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know the prophets and this and that. You know the kings, and you find that the anointing came upon them, and the anointing some of them was also removed, like you find in King Saul. Yes. Yeah. And then something else came in return, right? So yeah, so to answer your question, Joyce, um, it's actually the Antichrist is actually anti-anointing. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. I guess to further break down that question again, now that you've mentioned that Antichrist is technically anti-anointing, hmm. what exactly is the anointing? Because just as you mentioned how earlier the anointing came upon some people, especially when I read the Old Testament, it it when I read it, it looks like the anointing always kind of came and go or mm. yeah, it would come and go. And then, you know, what, what happens after just dependent on the, the person, but like, is it, is it, is it an actual being that just happens to be on you? Is it, is it the oil that we rub on people's heads? You know, cause when I, when I try to kind of break down the word or at least look at the definition, it tells me it's well, different Dictionaries give me different definitions, but one dictionary that I come came upon, it explained that when you anoint something, it's either you're making something, it's a ceremonial process where you make something royalty. Or if you go in a biblical context, it's to, yeah, it's the smearing of the oil and stuff. But hmm. what exactly is anointing? Yes. Or um, to anoint? Basically... Um, how to understand that is to understand first and foremost that our God is a supreme God. Mm. Uh, he's the mm. king of heaven and earth. Yes. He's the king of the universe. And he has a kingdom. And in the kingdom, there are laws. Now, what are laws? Mm. You know, what are God's laws? Basically, everything that he has uttered, every word that he uttered, every word that he spoke, uh, such as, he says, let there be light. Mm. That's law. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go forth and multiply. <laughs> yes. Subdue the earth and multiply. Yes. That's law. Mm. So every word that came from the mouth of God is law. Now, there are sometimes, there are promises that he speaks of. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> you know, like prophecy. Yeah. And promises. And so sometimes when he wants you to partner him mm-hmm. to carry out his will, that's basically his law, his will, yeah. uh, he will select you, right? Choose you. And there'll be an anointing of his favor, mm-hmm. his favor that will come. Okay. There's one thing to have rights and privileges as children of God. Yes. But there's something else called favor and God will give that special favor to certain people to carry out 
certain things that he wants to carry out. Mm, that makes so sense. So yes. that favor comes because like God's promises, you know, God promised, but he still need you to partner him and carry out. To move. To move. Yes. And uh, okay. with that, the challenges that comes with those uh, assignments uh, requires supernatural <laughs> favor. <laughs> yes. Right? Supernatural favor. Meaning the Holy Spirit. Mm. The anointing is the presence of the person of the Holy Spirit. It's favor upon you. Mm. That's why he says the, the, the dove, the Holy Spirit came down like a dove, like a dove. Like. And it came upon Jesus. Mm. There's marked difference between when you say, well, I have in me the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yes, yes, you have the deposit, which is the first installment to his kingdom. Mm. But there is something else. The Holy Spirit is omnipresent, omniscient, yes. Yes. omnipotent. So he can actually be in you and come upon, upon. you. Ah. So when they come upon, like if you read your Bible, you will see every yes. time God wants to use somebody, you'll yes. see that the whole, you'll say, the Holy Spirit came upon. Yes. Or the favor of God came upon. Words like favor, mm. spirit, anointing came upon. So they always, when you talk about anointing with oil, like when they were looking Samuel, they were looking yeah. for the king, King David. Mm. They were anointing with oil. Why? Because the anointing of oil is the covering. Mm. The covering, they talk about, Bible talks about how the oil flows down from Aaron's head all down to his beard and all the way down. The covering, that means the favor, mm. the fullness of the favor of God comes from top to bottom. Top to bottom, right? And so, the Antichrist, now we're talking about the Antichrist, the Antichrist will immediately get activated. It is a almost like a rebellious um, force. Mm. It's not one person. It's, 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 it's a multitude of basically Satan and all his gangs oh, okay. of fallen angels. So they have this thing, like the moment there is God's will about to be executed, mm-hmm. the Antichrist is activated. Mm. It will come because it's anti-Holy Spirit, basically. Wow. So oh. yeah, so basically he he will come against that and he will try his best to do anything and everything. You see that over and over and over in the Bible. You look at the apostles and the acts of the apostles, how many times they were tortured and this and that. Why? Because the Antichrist was actively mm. anti-anointing. They were actively anti the favor. Yeah. They want to go after the person or go after the favor. They're not really interested in the person, but they're after mm. trying to distract or trying to still kill and destroy mm. from that person the favor of God. So you will see that over and over again. Now, if you can read that in the spirit when you read the Bible and, and just open your mind to that and, and see that from that perspective, you will see the Antichrist very active very active against the favor of God. I want to bring up this passage from Luke 4, 18, which was also mentioned in Isaiah 61. And we all, we all know the passage where Jesus spoke here, where he declared, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me 
to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to, procl to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. I read that passage and just with what you mentioned already, it tells me that there's a purpose for that anointing. Mm. That you, don't, you don't just get anointed. I think it's, it's important to, to, to understand that the, anoint, the anointing comes, comes with a purpose mm -hmm. for what is ahead, for what is the assignment mm. that, is, that has been tasked to each one. Mm. So I just feel like, you know, we talk about that. I, I strongly feel that, you know, anointing, you don't just call somebody, you don't just, you don't just freely use the word. It's not just power. Like you said, you know, it's, it's, it's favor from the Lord, but favor for, for, for the task that is ahead, mm -hmm. right? I think it's become common jargon too in the Christian world where, oh, that person's anointed yeah. or, you know, it, it, it that, doesn't you, have the weightiness as it should, like now that we're talking about it, where, mm -hmm. you know, you can't just say this, that, and the other is anointed unless you can actually, um, what's the word? discern that from the person right because right? it's become common common language in in our in our mm. community mm -hmm. yeah um, what does that even mean yeah but, yeah uh, you know main thing is to not take it lightly yes remember who is the giver of that favor god himself mm. so when god is about to execute his will mm -hmm. the anointing will flow but the Holy Spirit will flow. That means the Holy Spirit is about to do something. And you're just part of it. You're, yes. You're selected to do that particular assignment. And the assignment could be very difficult, like trying to get rid of a demon mm. of a person. Now remember demons, as we spoke before, right. are spirit. Yes. So if you go in as flesh, Without the anointing, the Holy Spirit, mm. you're casting out nothing. Uh. Just like the sons of Siva. They went in there in the book of Acts. They tried to cast out and then <laughs> the demon just laughed at them and say, you know what? I know Jesus. I know Paul, but who are you? And yeah. then they got beaten right. up and stripped naked and kicked out of the place. So that is very, very critical to understand that you, when you have, like to your question, you know, Josh, you said, Sometimes, you know, like people are, oh, they're so good at the band or whatever and worship and this and So the guy's so anointed. But does the person know the function right. of the gifting? Mm. So if you don't know the purpose of the gifting, you have never consulted God about it. Um, are you sure? You know, it's like gifting <laughs> being exposed. Mm. But is that, Anointing. I just reminded that you're, you're going to mm. end up mimicking. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, you there you go. <laughs> you're learning fast. You end up mimicking somebody uh. sing, you know. Uh, you sing very well. You can sing. I've, uh. I've seen many people sing really well. I'm not knocking anybody. It's just the gifting of singing. It's mm. different. Just, so, okay, question here. Does that mean, does that anointing come and go then? Like, let's break Because, <laughs> you know, I think the... The anointing and the spirit of God, Holy Spirit. You know, like you mentioned earlier, you know, there's there's difference between the deposit of the Holy Spirit the moment you you have believed and call upon the name of Jesus and receive Him as your Lord and Savior, while there is 
another thing where when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and I want to break that word upon, it's upon you, you. where you start mm. manifesting or doing the works of the Lord. Mm. And the Holy Spirit, uh, Bible tells us that He never leaves us, nor forsake us, mm. mm-hmm. right? Mm. And but there's always this thing, you know, the anointing is here. I don't feel the anointing, mm. you know, like some of the. You know, talk sometimes common, in church. Common you know, language. Expression that we hear. Well, explain that. That's a good question. Um, number one, I said that the anointing, the favor is from the Father, the Father in heaven. So if you're carrying out His will, and if that particular assignment is just that, mm. you find that in the Bible, in the Old Testament, where there's only one person for one particular Assignment. assignment and yes. then you'd never hear about them ever again. Right. Yeah. Right. True. You know? And so but more so than that, you know, Jesus came to introduce us to the Father in heaven that longs to have a relationship with us. Yes. Mm. So that's why when the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus when he came out of water, imagine like a dove. You really have to understand. The mm. Holy Spirit is on you, say for that assignment, mm-hmm. like a dove. Mm-hmm. You ever seen a bird, the dove? You know, they're very, very. The the bird is very sensitive, mm-hmm. gentle, yeah, very gentle. Yes, slight wrong movement, Away slight yep. gone, uh-huh. right? It's gone. So how do we even? keep that we need mm. to continuously so have a relationship with the holy spirit yeah. with wow. god himself that means with every step that you take in the kingdom of god you have to have that dove mm. in mind mm. you have to have the holy spirit in your mind that's so good. everywhere that you go and that's the relationship that god wants you to have a relationship of with him but also in submission to Him, mm. yes. to His will. Yes. So you need to have that submission to His will and the anointing will flow mm. because you're carrying out His will. Mm. So there are times when you stop doing that, like the example of King Saul. Mm-hmm. Right. When God gave him the anointing, it says, you know, the Spirit of God came upon him. Like if you, you find that in the beginning when mm-hmm. he was chosen. Then over time, he neglects mm-hmm. yeah. the Spirit of God. Come on. He neglects to know that the dove is on his shoulder. He neglects that. And then over wow. time, when you know how you neglect that? How do you neglect that? You you when God says this is what you need to do, I told you every word from the mouth of God is law. This is law. Mm. That means if you don't do it, you broke the law. And if you break the law, you create your own law. Mm-hmm. So when you create your own law, you're on your own. Yes. Yeah. That's why the Holy Spirit eke both from him, he left him. Yeah. Right? Wow. So the Holy Spirit leaves you when you trying to make your own agenda. Mm. Wow. The, 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 no, I'm not talking about the deposit of the Holy Spirit now yeah, no, for Christians. No. We're talking about the, the anointing, anointing. Yes. the favor, wow. the favor of God for that particular assignment will be given to somebody like King David because King so Saul, true. the favor was taken mm. and a tormentor was sent to him to torment him. Wow. And then King David uh, was chosen as the next king and was wow. given the favor. It's, and if you read your Bible, you see the 
spirit of God yeah. came upon him. Yes. So wow. today as Christians, with Christ going to the cross for us, we have the deposit of the Holy Spirit. Yes. That is why in the New Testament, it talks about how we can actually quench the Holy Spirit or we can actually grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm. So you grieve the Holy Spirit is when you break God's law. Mm. It grieves Him. Because you're supposed to have the law written in your heart and yet you don't carry it out. You don't carry it out. And then it quenches the Holy Spirit when you don't execute the assignment. You quench Him. Quench is like, the old word of saying, if there was a fire, quench out the fire. Mm. So the Holy Spirit is also known as the devouring fire of God. He wants to do the will of the Father. He's on mm. fire. He wants to do things. But you quench him because mm. you are assigned to certain things mm-hmm. and you don't want to do it. Right. Say you're assigned to go to Africa for an assignment mm. and you make all kinds of excuses not to go. Mm. So you quench the Holy Spirit. Mm. Wow. Is the anointing still on you? Right? That's so true. We don't know until you see because the anointing is manifested uh, over and over again. You will see it in the Bible, the book of Acts, when the anointing was on Paul, the apostle, even his handkerchiefs that he laid hands on mm. was anointed. So there's the flow of the anointing. The anointing does not just rest on you, but there's a flowing of the anointing yes. upon everything that belongs or touch uh, uh, within you, within your realm, place. like your place, your, yes. your, your domain. Mm-hmm. So if you're called to that domain, you're anointing your house, your car, yes. everything is anointed. Mm. And that's why uh, I give you an example of <laughs> one of my friends. Uh, he was going through some tough time and then he had to go to a, a rehab place. Mm. And he was really nervous because, you know, they were going to put him on drugs and this and that yeah. to rehab him. So I felt a calling from the Lord to take off my vest and put it on him. And I said, wear this vest. Mm. Kind of weird. My Uniqlo vest. <laughs> it's lightweight. I said, and is where this... Bl- black one, is it? No, it was a, a light color, mm. kind of beige. I said, wear this vest and don't take it off. Mm. Throughout the two months you're in, checking into that uh, into that rehab. Wow. And he did that and he came up fine. He came, now he's in ministry. He's doing ministry in Cambodia. Hallelujah. So he's back into ministry again. You know why? Come on. There's a time when that 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 roosting of the anointing. Here's another example. Here's an example of Elijah and Elisha. Mm. And so Elijah had the full anointing of God on him. And before he was taken up, he was taken up straight into heaven. He was taken up. Before he was taken up, Elisha, who was you know, under him as a disciple, he was following him everywhere. Mm. Mm. He wouldn't let go of him. Yeah. You know why? Yes. Because he realized and he recognized the anointing of God on him. Mm. The favor of God. The favor of God is not just, oh, the guy is so rich, therefore he's favored. <laughs> no, the favor of God is something magnificent. Yes. Like things that you cannot do physically, yes. this person is able to do. Yes. And, yeah. and, and And so... 
you will see that favor of God manifest. And so he saw that when he was following Elijah everywhere. And Elisha knew. Mm. And finally, Elijah was like, you know, I'm just paraphrasing. It's like, what do you want, really? You know, <laughs> I told you, you know, like, just go away just already. Because Elijah already knew he was going to be taken. And then he goes, I want double portion mm-hmm. of what you have. Mm. And Elijah told Elisha, if it's God's will, remember that. Yes. God's will. I told you God's will came from his law. His law becomes his will. Mm. And then you need to carry it out. Mm. You carry it out. Then, mm. then the promise of that particular will mm. will be uh, given. Yes. Okay. So wow. That, 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 that promise. So he said, I want double portion. So mm. then when Elijah was taken up by God, he left behind his his uh, cloak. cloak. Now that cloak was there, <laughs> and Elisha took that cloak and he said, "If it's the will of the Father God, mm-hmm. right, what he had asked for, then this river was split split mm-hmm. open when he whacked it on the water, and he did, and it split open." So. You see, it's not with the person only. It's with everything. Yes, mm. that's good. So, I'm just saying, <laughs> if you hang around with a man of God yeah. and he gives you something, uh, there's probably an assignment for you. <laughs> not just go, oh, that's a nice, nice jacket. Thing. I'll <laughs> take that. Thank you very much. But you put on that jacket, something happens. Mm. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right? Something will happen. And then you had better say yes. Because you wanted double portion, like Elisha, <laughs> he true. went on to do exploit for God, double portion. Yes. He did. There's so many miracles, yeah. greater miracles greater. happen. But you must be willing. Mm. You must be willing to say, okay, I'm your servant, God, and I accept this, and thy will be done on earth mm. as it is in heaven. Amen. And I think, you know, it's the same, same calling for us today where you know, we read that passage from Luke where Jesus declared that, proclaimed that, that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and for he has anointed me now to do these works. And Jesus did say that greater things you will do yeah. when I go to the Father. And that's the expectation today. And we're believing for this mm. glorious day ahead of us. Then we got one more question from <laughs> Joyce. This is going to be a good one. No, just, just how we were talking about Antichrist and now we're on the anointing and how we were talking about how the anointing comes comes upon you, of course, right? You never, like the law, you can never lose Holy Spirit per se, but you can lose, you can quench and grieve that favor, right? And when I think about it too, and at least in our per, my personal experience, when you allow the favor of God to flow, you're, assen- you're essentially a conduit. You're like a pipe that you're allowing God to move, and just like how you said it flows. But my question that I'm, you know, just because I've been in different, environments and stuff where I felt like things were being grieved and things were not things, but the Holy Spirit was being grieved at the Uh time. And I know people, I'm praying that people don't go after me for and drag me through the filth, but this is going to kind of, you know, sound a bit, (laughs) but can a Christian, because you know how you mentioned that antichrist is essentially a force. It's not just the one person Uh movement or anything. It's a force. But can a Christian or a church per se be operating in an antichrist kind of movement? If that makes sense. 
Yeah. Um, the Bible does say that you cannot, um, if you have the spirit of the Antichrist, you cannot uh, speak of Jesus. Both. Okay. And you cannot um, That's it. worship Jesus. Mm. You cannot even yeah. say. And you are basically... You know, oh, you, 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 won't, you, won't you, even, you won't even be yeah. able to to acknowledge the Holy Spirit. Like that Antichrist is so adamant. Mm. Like when that spirit of the Antichrist comes, mm. it will take away. Like, you know, you find that a lot of people say, no, I don't, mm. don't want to. Yeah. I don't want That is the spirit of the Antichrist. Ah, that is a good reality. That is yeah. a good reality check. Mm. Like in somebody's walk or the church yeah. that whoever is listening church that you you know fellowship that you're partaking with you're going into it's a good reality check just how you said that mm -hmm. uh you know doesn't want it because i've I, personally the reason why that question came about just to kind of give a back background story for everybody but i've been in, in in environments where you can feel his presence and yet because no one yielded and no one want there's particular movement that just didn't want to Mm. he wasn't able to do what he wanted with us. And like, it, it right. felt like it felt like a blessing was just lost or somebody lost the opportunity. So and then after a while, you realize that someone was actually going through something and was hoping that, you know, they were going to receive something. But mm. because there was, it was like a dam that you put with the water flowing and it's like, uh, <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I, I, I had to ask that question just because, you know, mm -hmm. I've been in many um, environments where that has happened and it, it's it's disheartening. And just as you said, you can quench and grieve the Holy Spirit. And so that's mm. what I that's what I felt in that time. Mm. So wow. that's powerful, actually. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to read to you from first John chapter two, verse 18 onwards. It says, dear children, the last hour is here. Mm. You have heard that the Antichrist is coming. Hmm. And already many such antichrists have appeared. From this, we know that the last hour has come. And then he was talking about these people left our churches, but they never really belong with us. Hmm. Otherwise, they would have stayed with us. Wow. Hmm. When they wow. left, it proved that they did not belong with us. Hmm. Come on. But you are not like that. For the Holy One has given you His Spirit. <laughs> and all of you know the truth. So I'm writing to you, not because... You don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between truth and lies. Come on. And who is a liar? Anyone who says, now here's the thing, anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ, anyone who denies the Father and the Son is an antichrist. Hmm. And that's found in 1 John chapter 2, verse 22. Anyone who denies the Son doesn't have the Father either. But anyone who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So that's verse 22 and 23 uh, from the first book of John chapter 2. So you find that it's very clearly defined that there are many, in fact, they say many antichrists are already here, like mm. plural. Plural. Antichrist. Plural, yes. Plural. yes, yes. So, so it is a... Uh, demonic movement. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's interesting how it's a spirit mm. and it can manifest in many people or one person. Mm. But yeah. the whole objective, like I told you, is 
anointing, anti the favor of God. Wow. Why? Because the moment they recognize the favor of God, the way the favor of God came upon Jesus, like what you were saying yes. earlier, when you read from Luke, the favor of God is so apparent that yes. the antichrist can see that they mm. they made it say, "Son of God, mm. why are you here? Yeah. It's not yet time." They're, they They're know, aware. they are aware <laughs> that the favor, the full favor of God's on him. That means something. It's about to happen. They don't quite know what, what? the assignment is yet, but they, but they knew something was about to happen. Mm. Of course, in the end, the enemy thought, "Well, we would just kill the guy." That's mm. the end of the anointing. They didn't realize. No, <laughs> I told you the anointing carries on. That's yeah. why, like when you read. Um, uh, the Old Testament on how when 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 uh, Moses mm-hmm. when he died, um, you know he just died. He just died. He was no he knew. was fully healthy. His yeah. eye was not even dim. They say the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yet he died 120 years. And you know, Satan and Archangel Michael was debating. Why? What were they debating? What was what was Satan wanting? Satan wanted the body of Moses. Mm-hmm. You know why? Alive or dead, the anointing Come on. is there. Mm. The anointing is there. Look at Elijah left. Coat had the anointing. Okay. Oh. And mm. then you look at um, Ezekiel. You look at you know the dry bones. You look at all these things. And you find that the anointing is there. Jesus Christ left, went back to heaven. The anointing came. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's why when Mary Magdalene wanted to hang on to him, he said, don't hang on to me. I have to ascend first. Why? Because the anointing mm-hmm. that was to come upon you as Christians, as believers, followers of Jesus, mm. came during Pentecost upon all the people and and it's the Holy Spirit is here. Mm. Mm. Now, you just have to say yes, like Isaiah in Isaiah 6, yes to God's will. And you will experience the anointing coming upon you because each and every one of us has an assignment. And if you say yes to your assignment, the favor of God will come upon you. And mm. then you got to get ready because okay. the Antichrist will be risen up and they will be anti that favor yeah. and they'll come against you. But you know what? God is before you. Who can be against wow. you? Amen. Amen. You know, just, just to sum it all down, the existence of Antichrist... It's actually the revelation of the anointing of God. Mm. And mm. just listening to what we've been saying for the last half hour now, it's powerful. And we know that it is to take place. You know, even the prophecies talk about it. Yes. That they will rise up. Yes. You know, and then the end will come. Mm. Yeah. Right. And so much more to, to say on that. But this is this this has been an amazing quite the talk today. Yes. The end will come. Just to your point, mm. the end will come is what the enemy doesn't want. Come mm, on. Yes. Yeah, there you go. They already yes. know. Yeah, they know. Yeah. yeah. They're bound to yes. go to hell. Why they're, is it that they know more better than us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they know because they came a long time ago. They came from heaven. Yeah. So they had the preview to understand mm-hmm. about creation yeah. and all that. But they just wanted things done their way. Mm-hmm. And of because of one guy's um, uh, pride. That's it. One third of the angels fell from heaven. So, yeah. So, at the end goal is the kingdom of heaven. The rulership of God here again. But all throughout the means to that, anointing is needed. 
Anointing is needed to carry out the will to get to that point. And the enemy doesn't want that. They don't want to get to that point. So they'll do everything Everything. to stop it. And Mm. that, uh, brother and sister, is called the Antichrist movement. (laughs) The Antichrist, yeah. What a talk. Yeah. Expose a lot here. We've we've uncovered a lot. Uncovered, yes. No, but... but Yeah, that was a loaded topic again this week. But if you guys enjoyed today's topic, you guys, and if you haven't heard the other episodes, head on over to naturallysupernatural.life. And until next time, everybody. Bye.